what's up? This is Andre Allen, and when I listen to satellite radio, I listen to Serious Hits One. Just, you know, say, just put a little, uh, put a little stank on it. Stank. 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 Give it stank. Okay, I, I don't really know what you mean. Uh, could you show me? <laughs> You're the funny. I'm not. I'm, okay. All right. It's like. Hey, this is Andre Allen, and when I listen to satellite radio, whoa, I listen to Serious Hits 1. Woo! Stank. Stank. Nice and funny. Go. What's up, I'm through with standing in line. The clubs will never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never gonna win this. Life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in. And a king size tub big enough for 10 plus me. Yeah, what you need. I'll need a, a credit card that's got no <laughs> that was gold. Flushed gold. Alright. Episode number 55, Bill and Dave's excellent podcast. Number 55. 55. Putting some stank on it up some in here. Stank. After 54 episodes, we've decided to put some stank. Oh, it's stanky. Yeah. Episode 55, mother. <laughs> I would say I would say uh, say the word, but we have a Disney star coming on today. Yeah, you can't do that. We don't want to burn the Disney bridge. No, no. So everything's edited today. It's it's not even going to be an explicit. Uh, it's not even going to be explicit. Uh, usually, I'll mark them if there was a chance that maybe we said something inappropriate. You can tag it. Hmm. You can tag the show so it shows up on somebody's phone as explicit. Some people say that it makes. Uh, it deters young audiences from listening or those that would be offended by explicit language. Hmm. I think it encourages people like, oh, it's explicit. I'm listening to this. Yeah. What's so explicit about it? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Yeah, you know, this one won't be <laughs> more explicit. Be we have a Disney star coming on today. Uh, Adam MacArthur is uh, calling in. You know him from Star versus the Forces of Evil. 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 Uh, he's he's actually the main character, so that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I like that. That's two two people in a row that do voiceover work. Yeah, we're starting to get some headliners here. We had Amanda on last week, and and uh, I'll tell you what, it's it's pretty awesome. I actually, um, and we'll talk about it in the interview, I'm sure. But some of the people that have done this this show, Star versus the Forces of Evil. You can't say evil like you gotta say like evil. evil. Yeah, I'm with you. I but I mean, you. Dexter did the show. Um, you know, I mean, everybody's on Abby Elliott, Jeffrey Tambor. Everybody's been on this show, so I, I'm eager to ask him if he's got to meet any of these guys and ladies. But it's pretty cool. Like everybody's been on there. Sorry, I was. I'm reading. Oh, John Hatter, Napoleon Dynamite, Je- Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate, isn't that Mr. Slate's daughter from the Flintstones? Uh, no, this is an actual know. actress. She may but do our She's on Parks and Rec, and I know she's on a couple other things. Yeah, Nick Swartzen. I mean, everybody's been on this show. It's on Disney XD. Uh, th- I mean, it's the third season. It's yeah. pretty awesome. He's going to be calling in in a little bit. What's new with you, Bill? Nothing. Nothing? No. Just another day. Just another day. Another, another day. dollar. Another day, another dollar. Day late, dollar short. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, we got football season starting this football! week. 
football. Super Bear, Super Bowl. I think so. I you think know so. It. Uh, Jay Cutler. Gone. Know, gone. Gone. Uh, um, I don't even know who's on the team anymore. Uh, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Yeah, there you go. He's a stud. I know QB. He had a, a rocket this past weekend in preseason. Yeah. He, yeah. He, Mike, uh, Mike Glennon. Glennon. Mike Glennon. That's uh, exciting. I, I love football. I love football. And I love fantasy football. I'm bad at it. Yeah, I'm I'm done with fantasy football. It's just a way for me to lose money that I don't need to lose. But do you do FanDuel? No. I've uh, I thought about it, though. Because yeah. that's like a week-by-week thing, right? You start from scratch each week. Yeah, yeah. You pick a team each week. And uh, it can be the same. It could have the same players as the other person you're playing. Yeah, and you, you get know, like a budget them. to, to yeah. buy, purchase them yeah. up with. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a fun it's a fun way to throw money out the window. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And and the thing that pisses me off about FanDuel and uh, DraftKings is the other one. You see the commercials. Um, is that you're winning? You're winning, like it shows you. You know, you're you're winning. You're doing well. You had a good start. Your guys are doing good, and then the Sunday night game happens. Oh yeah, and then you finish out of the. No, Monday. what always used to get me was uh, the Monday night games. Oh, the Monday night games. When you have a straggler, or the guy you're playing has a straggler, or Tom just, Brady's like, playing yeah. Monday. Yeah, <laughs> and then he yeah, you're up by like seventy points. You're like, there's no way, and then way seventy one. Yeah, yeah, I think that happened. Uh, Officer Skeeter, once or twice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's enraging. Yeah, it's enraging. Aggravating. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So football's starting up. Football. Which seems it seems like it comes it starts earlier and earlier every year. Um, but any well, guess first week of September. Yeah. Yeah. Same time. Maybe just the older I get, the faster things go. Yeah, the golden years are catching up. And they are. Uh, I'm getting a little long in the tooth, as yeah, they say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah so um a lot of exciting stuff there uh chicago how, how are the cubs doing i don't know yeah. we don't really follow sports they don't follow politics mm. we just uh yeah i just don't follow that stuff i don't know donald trump is he still president i think for, so for now that's what i've heard now. yeah um and uh houston is flooding yeah they've got a problem they're uh the they're seeing a little bit of water down there what the hell? Um, well, what's interesting about that is uh, um, I didn't even know Houston was that close to water. Oh, yeah. I'm so bad at geography. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I actually uh, almost worked down there for a little, little stint. Really? Yeah. How do you – oh, like like in, for what you do now? Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of. Um, yeah, you had a, Yeah, I was going to do mortgages yeah. down that way, and uh, I actually flew down there, interviewed, and almost did it. Nice, nice. Well, without further ado, we should probably go to the phones. Yeah, it's about that time. Because we got Adam calling in. This is this is really cool. I'm actually I'm I'm really excited. I I usually get giddy about guests, so this <laughs> one especially. So we've got our guest. He's a actor, voiceover star, improviser, Adam MacArthur. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, 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 man. So first of all, congratulations. I, I know you're you're on Star vs. the Forces of Evil on Disney XD and yep. you're like you're the main guy, Marco Diaz. Well, you know, I mean, come on. Someone's got to do it, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What a cool gig. I've always said, I've always said, I think the best gig in entertainment's got to be, like, if you can get a good voiceover gig. Because is it true? Can you just, like, show up to work in your pajamas? 
That's so funny. People ask me that all the time. I'm like, I don't know anyone who actually wants to show up and like work in their pajamas. I don't. You know what? Some people might. Some people might actually show up in their pajamas. I personally do not show up in my pajamas. <laughs> Dave aspires for greatness. Yeah, yeah. No, this. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to save something for down the road. You know, I got to like you know have a, a goal to achieve, and that maybe is wearing my pajamas next time. Right, right. So this is it's an it's an interesting one too, um, because that's like how do you fall into that role? Do you have to audition? What? How does? How how do you get to be Marco Diaz? Yeah, so um, the audition process for Star vs. the Force of Evil was, was fairly similar to a lot of the things that I auditioned for. Um, what's funny about this one, though, is I actually, I remember about nine months before I auditioned for it, for what would end up being the second time for this show, um, I auditioned for it and never heard anything. And, you know, the, the life of an actor is all about numbers. So the more you audition, obviously you're going to get told no a lot, but then, you know, you get book work here and there and then the momentum builds and all that stuff um so the first very very first time it actually wasn't called star versus forces of evil it was called something completely different but i remembered what my character looked like because when i saw him i was like oh man there's just something that feels so like at home about this character and then um nine months later the picture came out again but it was called he he was named something different he was named marco diaz um, the show was called something different and I was like, Oh, they, they must've like, you know, re redone these sides and redone this script and changed the show. So I read for it again, um, ended up getting a couple of callbacks, got brought into Disney TV studios to read opposite Eden Shear, who, you know, is on the middle as well. Um, she's the co-lead of the show with me. Um, she voices the character star butterfly and we had to read the whole episode in front of all the execs and all that stuff. And, like a month or two later, I got a phone call, a really, really good phone call that I was the voice, going to be the voice of Marco Diaz. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. So I I think uh, there's always been some questions I had about this. So do you actually voice the character as your, do they already have it animated or do you read the script and they they animate around your uh, your work? Gotcha. So it's <clears throat> it's a little bit of both. So initially, so what's cool about Star vs. the Forces of Evil versus like um, a typical animated show is it's actually storyboard driven. So what that means is the, they write the show as they're drawing it. So they storyboard the whole thing, but that's also the script. And then that gets transcribed into script format where it's normally reversed. Like a normal animated show would write a script and then they would storyboard it from the script. But with Star, it's flipped. So what's cool about that is all the writers are super insanely artistically talented. Um, and then I have some visuals when I go in uh, to my first record. So nothing is animated, per se, but I do get to see references as far as, like, you know, how big an action might be or, you know, if I'm yelling something versus if I'm talking to somebody who's right next to me. I can see all of that in the storyboard. So that's usually my first round of recording. Then I go back in a second time, usually, like, sometimes it can be, like, a year later. Sometimes it can be a few months later, depending on how fast they get the animation back. Um, but in between the first record and the second record, writers have changed jokes. Um, scenes have been tightened up. have been edited. Um, if there's any story points that need to be tweaked, uh, the writers will do that. So my second session is ADR. So ADR is when I record to picture. So the very first record is kind of what you said, uh, where they will take it and they animate it to any nuances that I put in. The second time around, when it's already been animated, I have to fit my lines and my voice into 
what's on the screen. So it, it's a little bit of both. It just depends on um, at what point they get me in the process. Right, right. That's so cool. That that's so cool, man. That I I always find that 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 whole process is so interesting because there's so much going on. I mean, and it's one thing to have you have a script and you're in front of a camera and you have the person that you're working with right across from you and you're doing a scene, but to it, I mean, you really have to get that imagination going. It helps now that they that they that they storyboard it for you, so that's really cool. Um, do you ever, you know, if you you said sometimes you come back like a year later, do you ever forget the voice? Like, do you have to try and listen to a, like a previous show? <laughs> no. So, well, the good thing about uh, about Marco Diaz is that he's in pretty much every episode. So, I'm recording fairly regularly. And uh, so it's not hard to get back into character or to remember his voice or anything like that. Um, but occasionally what they will have me do is they're like, oh, hey, we need this random, like, other character. Uh, is there any way you can give us a voice for him? And so that, you know, I'll do a random character. And then a year later we come back and we're doing the episode again. They're like, oh, yeah, we added a line for that guy. <laughs> oh, like, no. Um, I might, I, yeah. I might need you to remind me what he sounded like, but you know that, that's all easy on their side. So that's awesome. That's so cool. Um, and we also noticed that you did uh, you did some work on uh, Star Wars: uh, The Clone Wars. Uh, that that animated yeah. stuff. So it seems like, I mean, you're really hitting it out of the park with the animated stuff here, Adam. I mean, I guess you know what I I'm I'm super thankful. I I've wanted to do cartoons since I was a kid. Um, I mean, it's literally from you know my earliest. Rem- things that I can remember and talking to my parents when they would ask me like, Oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? There was two things I always told them. One was I wanted to have an agent and the other <laughs> was that I wanted to do martial arts. I, I don't know that I necessarily knew what having an agent meant, but what I meant when I said that was, is I want to do voices for cartoons. So yeah, it's been, you know, truthfully, I, I have a great team of people that I work with um, who just put me in a great spot to get really nice opportunities. And um, yeah, I've, I've been fortunate enough to work on some really stellar, like Emmy nominated shows, um, to which I claim no responsibility for. <laughs> oh, I would claim responsibility <laughs> I, I in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, you, there, would, you would? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I will. Maybe, maybe right now, this is my moment. This is where I change that. And I start taking all the credit. <laughs> now, oh, we can take this credit too. We don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're big on taking credit for things here. Um, so, um, <laughs> so this is, so now you're in the third season of star versus the forces of evil, which is pretty cool. Can you walk in on the, on season three and start, you know, throwing some weight around and taking a little creative control or they're just like, Oh, just say the lines. No, yeah, that's funny. No, what's what's awesome? So the star team, especially, um, and I think I mean I've worked on other shows where I've had you know nice character arcs and stuff like that. But the, the amazing thing about the voiceover world is literally everyone is the nicest person you've ever met. You'll meet someone you're like, oh, they're the nicest person I've ever met. And then you work with another director and you're like, oh, they're the nicest person I've ever met. It's just it's a super collaborative and awesome. Uh, thing to work in. Um, so with Star, especially now, they, they all know that I know the character. Um, I have a great um, just idea of where things are headed because, you know, they're leading me along the way when I'm in session, you know, either telling me about future episodes or, you know, the nuances of the, the current script that we're recording and all that stuff. But yeah, it's uh, it's a super collaborative effort and maybe maybe my next session I can just, uh, you know, put my foot on the ground. 
Yeah, Dick <laughs> McLean. You know, this episode, Marco is gonna 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 speak with a really heavy Latin accent. That's just I just feel it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I'm like, this this is my vision. Yeah. This is my vision. <laughs> so um uh so Final Fantasy fifteen. Um, that, yes. that was announced at uh, at E3. You're going to be voicing some characters at Far Cry, um, which was announced yeah. as well as you know. So you see, do Far Cry Five and Final Fantasy Fifteen. Um, is there anything you can tell us about that, or is that kind of under wraps? Still? So, the, yeah, yeah, it's kind of under wraps. The thing about video games is, I mean, they, they you're like signing an NDA that you signed an NDA. They sure. they are so tight on these things. And a lot of times, for example, both of those, I had no idea what I was working on while I was working on them. So you can imagine walking into a room, someone hands you a script uh, with just just single lines, no context whatsoever. Um, you go in and the director kind of leads you through and gives you vague context, but it's more of like hypothetical situations as opposed to what is actually going on in the script. Um, so yeah, I... I I, I've been sworn to secrecy on all levels for those things. Although I will say, for Far Cry Five, I don't know. I, I I'm a gamer. I enjoy video games. I don't know about you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, I am the guy in Far Cry Five. Actually, let me let me put it this way. So I'm not I'm not uh, you know breaking any NDAs. I like to bend rules. I don't like to break them. And we don't want um, you to have to pay in, pay anybody anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Um, in other games. I am the character that, uh, if I was in another game, that when I run around, I'm the character I like to torture or like to mess with as I'm going through the game. If that makes sense. Fair <laughs> enough. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I'm, so I'm excited. At, at some point, I plan to purchase Far Cry 5 and just mess with me. You know? How, how upset are you if you purchase Five Cry, or Far Cry 5 and they cut you out of it? Oh man! You know what? We recorded for so long. I don't know if that's possible, but I guess anything's possible. Um, as long as it's a good game, I won't be super sad. I guess I should say. <laughs> so um, you know, Chicago, we're a big improv. Uh, we're we're a big improv city, and I know you're an improviser. Right. So yeah. we got to talk improv a little bit. So where where, okay. where where do you where do you play, or do you still play, or or not really? Yeah. So it's it's been a little tougher lately. Um, things have been super busy. Just schedule and stuff like that. Um, I played for many, many years at comedy sports here in Los Angeles. Um, and I know that there's comedy sports out there in Chicago, but I've been kind of all over town. I've, I've done things at the Groundlings and Second City out here, which I know is huge out there. Um, UCB a little bit. Um, there's a, a place in the, on the west side here in Los Angeles and Santa Monica called the West Side Comedy Theater. I've done some things there. Um, so I've kind of been been all over the place um That's, but mostly performed at comedy sports here in los angeles yeah comedy sports is is awesome i love i love that place i don't know bill have you ever been there comedy sports no 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 mm -hmm. yeah bill i've done second i've seen second city in yeah. a couple hours but yeah i i always love gotcha. improv and 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 we we had uh um we had Amanda Troop on, and we were talking about this too because she's done some voiceover stuff. And, and I think there's a really cool correlation yeah. between improv and and voiceover work, especially as they relate to uh, animation, because you really kind of yeah. need those tools that you learn while you're doing improv to be able to 
create a character Put and yourself into it. Yeah, yeah, and and have this scene that's imaginary. You know, you you, you have the a little bit of an advantage in Star versus the Force, the Forces of Evil with with the storyboarding, but you don't always have that. So, is is that something that you find that you put to work often when you're doing voiceover work? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, I think it sort of just allows me the freedom to feel comfortable in um, kind of like structure, if that makes sense. Like, you know, I do have the script and I do have the storyboarding, but I still have a responsibility to sort of breathe life into this character and fill in the space in between the lines and give them some, some nuances or, you know, maybe a surprising way of reading the line and stuff like that. And I think having just the confidence in doing that when there is no script and I have to make everything up on the spot. Um, I think it's, it, it really does translate. Yeah, I, I feel very free when I'm in the booth. Um, and again, because everything's so collaborative and even though they want me to read the, what's on the page a lot of times, they still are very encouraging to hear things that, you know, like, what do you think Marco would say and things like that? Like, I, I do have that freedom, which is really nice. And, of course, it, it totally translates from improv. Right. Now, because you do animation, obviously that there's there, – and you're doing voiceover stuff, so you're not necessarily on camera – do you get recognized at all? Like oh, just from, from, the, well, from the project by chance? Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, they a lot of people say like, oh, voiceover is amazing because you can keep your anonymity and like, <laughs> you know, no one will recognize you and you could literally work on everything and have everything you want and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, no, and no one will recognize you. I, I, the fan base of this show, they are, and I mean this in the most loving way possible, they are insane. <laughs> they are absolutely insane in the best way possible. I, I, um, I, I interact a lot with the fans, whether it's you know, Instagram, um, Twitter, uh, live chats with Disney XD, like all these things. I, I feel very close to these um, fans of the show, and um, so you know because they're following me on social media, and, and I am doing sort of like an additional things with them and reaching out to them and stuff like that. I, I have a few times been recognized in public, which is the most surreal thing in the world. (laughs) I'm like, I'm, I'm still the person who like, if you say like, Adam, you know, out on the street, I'll turn around and think that I'm in trouble. I'm like, Oh no, what have I done? Like, what if I, I, I've offended someone. What is, (laughs) who wants something from me? This is unwanted attention. What is this? What is happening? So yeah, it's, it's happened a few times. It's, it's always, uh, it's always pretty awesome, and, and and this is cool too because you mentioned social media and you've got you know I think over twenty four thousand followers on Twitter and and Instagram even more. Um, do people critique your like give you critiques through Twitter? Like I maybe don't like that voice. Do it yeah, different. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh boy, you really you know I I love how there's always trolls yeah. out there, and I gotta imagine even for something like this, they probably got to give you a hard time. There, there. I mean, of course, yeah. The internet is the the land of trolling. Um, you know, I have been really lucky. I feel um, like I haven't had a ton of that. Um, I'm sure it's coming at some point. I mean, there is always the people who are super opinionated about um, certain episodes or the way the storyline's going. Um, because another thing that's kind of unique about Star versus the Forces of Evil versus a lot of other cartoons is it has like this storyline that. Is the episodes aren't just one-off episodes; they're through-line story plots. So, what's cool 
is you can get super invested in the characters and you get super invested in the story. And there's some other shows now that are doing it too, but it is definitely the wave of the future for for what is you know considered children's animation, even though it it appeals to all ages. Um, but you know, so uh, as far as like the trolling thing goes, people will critique the episodes and stuff like that. But as far as like me personally. I haven't had a lot of that, so oh, that's good. I don't know what I what I, what I've done <laughs> to, to be so lucky. But yeah, I haven't had to uh, I haven't had to defend defend myself from from the trolls. Well, if you, and if you want to follow, long. if you want maybe this is maybe I, this isn't a great, but you gotta I gotta promote the Twitter. It's uh, at underscore Adam M. But <laughs> I'm not promoting it yeah. to the trolls. Yeah, I'm troll promoting me. it. You know? yeah. Troll me, people. <laughs> but if I'll you're looking, it on, I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, so. Uh, so you've, you've you've also got to I mean you know because you you're doing these shows and things are really starting to take off for you you've got to go to some really cool things that that I wanted to kind of ask you about one of them was uh, yeah. you went to the premiere of Pirates of the Caribbean uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales um, yes that's a big time big boy uh, movie premiere right there um, did you yeah, get to like was, do the red was, carpet uh, and stuff yeah I got to I got to do the whole thing um, you know when you go to these things you 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 get a talent handler so you know they they take you down the carpet and introduce you to the different uh media outlets and chat with people and, and all that stuff and uh <laughs> i was i was there and uh, my talent handler is ended up being one of um the amazing um uh casting people from disney xd so i know her very well um i was very happy that she was kind of assigned to me or picked me i don't know either way um, and so we were walking down the carpet and she said, Oh, um, we have to wait. And I go, okay. She's like, yeah, um, they're holding everybody because Johnny Depp's here. So no one else can go until Johnny Depp goes. And I was like, yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> I, I would have, he, he, he literally, Oh, go ahead. Oh, go no, ahead. go, uh, no, go ahead. I gotta hear this. <laughs> well, yeah. He, so I'm, I'm at the very front of the line. Like I'm ready to go next and Johnny Depp cruises up. And uh, he's just doing his thing, man. And he's talking to all the media outlet. He he turns and walks away, and and they're all yelling at him. I mean, they're screaming at him. All the paparazzi are like, Johnny, Johnny, over here, over here, look over your shoulder. And as he walks by me, he goes, look over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of like he kind of he made eye contact with me at that point. Like like what else are they gonna say to me? And I go, I don't know. Look at him between your legs. Like I just said it to him. Yeah. And he goes. <laughs> funny man and he kept walking i was like oh, <laughs> Johnny Depp laugh. No, worth it worth worth being held from the carpet that, that's awesome <laughs> i i cringe to think about how many guys johnny depp has walked in front of and then everybody had to stop you know that that's awesome and to get a laugh oh, from johnny funny. depp that's just like ended there i know right i'm like i'm gonna i, I you know when I work with him someday, I'll, I'll remember that. And I'll be like, dude, remember that time we had, we bonded, we go way back. Remember? <laughs> he, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy that laughs a lot. You know what I mean? He, <laughs> so. yeah. 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 He does just kind of seem pissed a lot. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Brooding. So, you know, I, I, I have this like horrifying nightmare of maybe someday walking a red carpet. And as I'm, you know, I'm like excited. And as I'm walking, like, don't worry, Dave, that'll never yeah, happen. Yeah. But like, you know, everybody's taking <laughs> oh, pictures. <come> <laughs> And then I walk by, and every and then they just that's when they're you know oh. everybody has digital cameras, but for some reason they're 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 switching out the film in their <laughs> cameras. But uh, that's <laughs> they're like, oh, sorry, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, after so after Johnny left, like he did his stint on the carpet. I uh, 
I made my way on the carpet and I was right behind Terry Crews. And then he and I had a moment too. He was like jumping in pictures for the paparazzi. And I'm like, oh, this is like, I mean, I've done martial arts my whole life. I'm like, oh, we're going to jump. Like, let's jump together. So we totally jumped at the same time. Like, you know, the 80s, like end of the movie pose jump. Yes. <laughs> so I had that. I had a moment. Me and Terry Crews, just midair. Paparazzi got it, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. What a cool experience. So, like, do you actually watch the movie or do you just walk, walk the carpet and then, like, go do something else? Oh, no, I totally, I totally, I'm a nerd for movies. I, I love watching movies. So, yeah, no, I, I went in and watched the movie. Although I will say, I, uh, <laughs> I think I stopped watching Pirates after maybe the second one. And I didn't have a chance they literally called me about 15 minutes before i needed to leave to be there oh. um because just like some lines of communication got across and they were like can you do it and i'm like yeah i could do it i could do it so i got over there but i didn't have a chance to like go in and prepped up basically so i watched that thing and i'm like i have no idea what is going on right now and i looked back i i said uh, the person i was with i leaned over to them i was like they never stopped fighting, but I think I whispered it too loud. But then Terry Crews, who was three seats ahead of me, turns around and he gave me a thumbs up. I guess he he, he thought the same thing. So Terry Terry Crews and I had another moment during that. That's during that awesome. Movie. I love Terry Crews. He's just the funniest guy, I swear. He's he just... so funny. Yeah, he's, he's super cool. Um, and then uh, did you, you also went to the world premiere of Doctor Strange, right? Yes, I did. That and, was amazing. And I know, and and like you say, I know you're a big, you're 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 a big fan. It seems like you're 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 into some. If you're, I know you've did voice on Star Wars, but if you're into it at all, I would imagine that that's probably cool. But the the world premiere of Doctor Strange, what was that like? Gosh, it was it was super cool. I mean, anytime. I mean, this is what's amazing about Disney is, especially now that they've got like you know all the Star Wars properties, they've got all the Marvel properties. I mean, all these things are just like. It's like I'm constantly nerding out. So when I get to go to these events, I'm there. I mean, of course, you know, there is a side of it that is business, and I'm there to, you know, um, get pictures and be there and, you know, post on social and all that stuff. But I'm a huge fan. I, truthfully, I mean, even of animation, like I, I still sit down and watch episodes of Star Wars and the Forces of Evil when they come out because I, have, I don't get a chance to watch them before they're actually on TV. Um, so... I, I just I love watching everything. So, and of course, all these Marvel movies now we're in like the golden ages, amazingness with all these superhero movies. So, um, Doctor Strange was was awesome, I, and that was one of those movies too. Like, I didn't have a huge knowledge of the Doctor Strange lore and kind of like the comics and all that stuff. I mean, I knew he was. Um, I mean, I knew some things, but I didn't know like where he can you know just the whole story so right. seeing the movie and everything i thought I, I thought it was awesome and the movie i mean the movie was great did you have you guys watched it i've just just uh, a little bit of it i yeah, don't i've seen it yeah. yeah bill bill's seen it for sure i'm a huge nerd i love that stuff so That's, yeah <laughs> yeah i usually rely on bill to fill me in on what's going on because i can never I'm, i have nice. like ADD. <laughs> <With> anything <laughs> yeah like i haven't even watched yeah. one episode of 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 um oh uh this is, I'm really hoping you say Game it. of Thrones. Great Game of Thrones, yes, that's oh. it. I don't even know what it's called. I haven't oh, even watched one terrible. episode of it. I know, I know. But see, I, I haven't watched it either. I'm, I just I'm oh, expecting the minority. You guys are especially, killing me. I know. I'm sorry. It's, see, but I need you now. Now you can be the guy who fills me in too. Yeah, but it's like it's like for some things <laughs> like that. It's almost like you need a job. It's like a full time job following along with this stuff. But 
even I just get distracted too easily. I'll, I'll sit down and watch a movie, and oh look, something shiny. I'm gonna go over there. <laughs> so I can never sit yeah, down. I've got, I've got. To, they've got to get me like real quick. And and from what I've heard, the first season, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, if you've heard differently, but I've heard the first season of Game of Thrones. It really like, especially the first few episodes, it really kind of ramps up. So the first few episodes are, are slower, and uh, that's just hard for me. Like I can't. I, I tried, but I'm like, ah, I don't know. And now I'm like, what is it? Seven episodes or seven seasons in? Now I'm like, now I've got to commit if I'm going to do it. Yeah, you can't so just binge guess, it in a weekend it's, either. No, it starts <laughs> off slow, and then a couple of seasons they just they spike the excitement, and then season seven was just insane. There was something going on every episode. Was it? Oh gosh! All right. Yeah, uh, I'll do it. Uh, I'll um, do it. Next time we talk. It. Next it's time we talk, I'll, I'll have I'll have better news. Yeah, we'll get we'll give that one some time. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so moving moving uh, moving on back to Star uh, versus the Forces of Evil. Uh, I just want to run through some names because I think for those of you that maybe that are listening that that haven't heard uh, of of the show. Yes, it's a cartoon, but you know how cartoons are nowadays. Everybody can watch them. Um, especially those of us who are who are our age that have kids, you know, throw this thing on. It's on uh, Disney XD. But um, I want to run through some names of some people that have also done this show um, because mm, you know, yeah. e- even it's a who's who of, of amazing. It's truly amazing, and uh, just just a couple names here. And wonder if I I don't know that you even get to meet them or if you do get to record scenes with them or or not. But um, um, Michael C. Hall. Dexter. Yeah. Right? Did you get yep. to do anything with like or was that just recorded completely separate from what you were doing? He he was recorded completely separate. I if I'm not mistaken, I feel like a lot of his sessions were done out of New York. Um and I record in Los Angeles. Um but what's cool is when because and well, let me go back for a second. Star, it, we we don't record as an ensemble. Everyone is recorded individually. But what's cool is if like if he has gone in and recorded his character before mine, when I'm recording my lines, a lot of times they'll play me in with his lines. Um, so it's, I still get to hear his performance, but I, even though I'm not necessarily in the room. That's no, that's awesome though. That's still cool. That's still cool. And you got, and then you're, you, you guys have this connection always. So should you run into them or work with them again? You know, you can say, Hey, uh, Michael C. Hall, you were on my show. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> you know? my character, my character, my character punched a hole through your chest. Remember that? <laughs> um, <laughs> but just some other, pe- just some other people that I, it was just comp- really fascinating when you go through this list of people that have had you know even just a couple episodes. Uh, Carl Weathers, uh, um, yeah, Stephen Root. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. you could just go down, the, go down the list. Um, the guy from Boy Meets World. What was his name, Bill? Ryder Strong. Ryder Strong. We love Ryder yeah. Strong. Ryder Strong. <laughs> yeah, he's he's That's awesome. awesome Ryder is awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, gosh, who else? Like Alan Tudyk, of course. Eden Shear, Jeffrey Tambor. Like, it, yeah, literally everybody is insane. So I, I have recorded with Eden a couple of times, um, but we also get to do a lot of promo stuff together. So she and I have hung out the most. Um, most of the scenes in the show are her character and my character. Um, Ryder Strong and I have gotten to hang out a little bit. Um, he he voices the character who's basically um, the it, he stars ex boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, you know, throughout the show, Star and I, I'm like the new best friend and all this stuff. So there's tension between he and I, and he tries to befriend me and all this stuff. But it's made for some super fun scenes that Ryder and I have actually 
gotten to get together. We got to do. We got to sing a little duet that appeared in an episode. No um, way. We got to find that. <laughs> which, That's kind of cool. Which was really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was actually the first time that I got to meet Ryder. And uh, we came in and we were like, all right, well, we're going to sing together. And I, was, I asked him, I said, do you, do you sing? And he's like, no, man, not really. And I said, well, me neither. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do this. We'll, we'll get through this together. We will we'll get through it together. So we, but we ended up having a ton of fun. It turned out great. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a, that was a cool experience uh, getting to hang out with him. And then Alan Tudyk, I haven't I haven't recorded with Alan Tudyk, but um, I see a lot of these people in passing while I, either when I'm going into session and they're coming out or vice versa. And uh, Alan and I have run into each other a couple of times and had a really great conversation. He voices um, Ludo, who is one of the kind of the villains of the show, and he also voices uh, King Butterfly, who is uh, Star's dad. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe two villains. <laughs> it depends on how you maybe? look at it. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, Abby Elliott. We know Abby Elliott from Saturday Night Live, and obviously Chris Elliott's mm-hmm. daughter. I mean, just the the, the list of names in the show goes. Disney does not mess around. They they pull no. Well, they've got the budget no. for it. Well, so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not they're not playing. They're not playing with their voice cast. But that's so it's so awesome. It's just so cool that, you know, when you when you, you you always have that connection with some of these people like Jeffrey Tambor is a legend. Come on. Um so so that's right. awesome. And you could catch uh Star versus the Forces of Evil season 3 on on Disney XD. Um also Netflix Star Wars The Clone Wars Puss in Boots. We didn't even talk about Puss in Boots. Um but mm-hmm. everything is is looking up for you, Adam. I'm glad that you you took time to do our show. You can uh, follow Adam uh, on Twitter uh, at underscore Adam M. Um, Adam, is there is do you have anything else going on that we can that we can promote while we got you on the show? Um, gosh, I mean we're we're like heavily doing season three and season four episodes of Star. So that's kind of that's kind of the next big thing that I'm allowed to talk about. There is. There's a few things that I'm like, oh, I wish I could tell you, um, that are co- that are coming very soon, that are very very cool. Um, but yeah, like you said, my my Twitter under, at underscore um, out of M and my Instagram at ninjamac. Um, both of those um, I post updates pretty re- pretty regularly, and as soon as I can uh, announce things, things get announced right there on my social. So. That's awesome. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, Adam MacArthur, everyone. Uh, Adam, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we're going to be watching for you. So this is uh, it's exciting to have you on. Awesome, you guys. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Thanks, man. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, Adam. Yeah. Adam MacArthur. Yeah, MacArthur Park. I love it. I love You know what? I, I, don't, know, I don't know what it is about... Um, People that do voiceover, especially for animation and cartoons and video games, you know that's one that that's one I that's, don't really think yeah. about. You know, well, I always think of like video games. You watch the behind the scenes stuff; they always have like the motion capture stuff on their face now, right? And, right. You know, so it's it's nice to to kind of get an insight to that. How cool is it to be able to uh, to be able to? I mean, because. All right, so cartoon, you're doing a cartoon, and that and 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 Star is a a, a huge cartoon right mm-hmm. now. But video games have a tendency to have some staying power. Oh, they're franchises. Yeah. You know, Far Cry 5. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15. 15. <laughs> I insane. remember That's Final like Fantasy 1. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, do but do the actors get to go with the franchise if it's a character that carries on usually? Um, I believe so. Like um 
I know Splinter Cell, Michael Ironside was the the lead character, and he was in that for quite a while. He was in like seven games. Wow. And then he kind of dumped out on that. So. I didn't want to be inappropriate, but I always wondered what kind of what do you think a video game gig pays? Um, I don't know. I you know, Ubisoft they've they've got a lot of money. Yeah. I'm, I'm Maybe sure. because they don't give it away. You know what I mean? Well, could be. It's twenty bucks, kid. Don't spend it all in one place. Is that is that the big corporation? It's the guy at Ubisoft. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because it's a guy. It's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting in his office. Of course, counting his money. Yeah, of course. Right, this dollars for you. This dollars from me. <laughs> he's, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that he's any specific ethnicity, but you know, he's probably watching his money. I'm not touching I mean, that one. <laughs> I mean, U- Ubisoft, like you said, Ubisoft, and we love Ubisoft here at Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast. I just want to make that I've, clear. I've played a lot of their games, but Like yes. you said, they have a, m- a lot of money, and they don't make a lot of money by giving it away. Well, I don't know. Disney, Disney's got a lot of money. Disney owns everything. Yeah. If you get a Disney gig, that's... That's a life. At least him. you know that check's going to clear. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, like. <laughs> yeah, Michael Eisner isn't going around bouncing. But, but that's the beauty of, of people like Adam. It's like, I mean, the money, I mean, obviously the money, the money is important. But I think, I don't think a guy like Adam, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy that's in it for the paycheck, really. You know what I mean? I'm sure he does it for the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he goes to work every day for the money. Yeah, yeah. Well, you go to work every day for the money, but you can do other things to make money. You know, it's like, this is like a really cool, that's a kind of a cool, fun gig. But I wonder, like, yeah, I wonder, that's that's a good point. You know, like, people go to work, like, I hate my job. Oh, I got to go to work. I bet you that that goes, that carries on to anything you do, whether it's acting or voiceover or... True. Well, I mean, if we did this full time, I'd I'd probably want money too. Yeah, I'd it's want fun. Money. I, I like you, but <laughs> I want money now. <laughs> I just can't figure out how to make that happen. I just Joe Rogan won't return my calls, so I don't know. <laughs> we got to hitch our wagon to Disney. I'm telling you, we got to do something insane and have them buy us out and just. I think so. We got to go to Microsoft route, you know, just in your garage type of business, and here's a billion dollar check. Look. All I know is we here at Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast love Microsoft. We use we Microsoft do. to record. Uh, what's Microsoft again? I, why do you have, what's all these Apple logos I'm saying? i got an Apple over here. Well, it's kind of a hodgepodge. Well, we like Dell. We like. Um, we got to watch Wayne's P- World again. We like PCs. Yes. How'd they get the 5000 We We got $5,000. <laughs> got to watch the movie up to that point and then just bail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It's like. Uh, but I, <laughs> I want to. I, it would be cool to get like a big time sponsor. Like it's like doesn't even oh, fit yeah, the show. That'd be great. Like you know, there's some Rob Lowe out there that convinces the old man that 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 owns like Ubisoft. Tampax. And he's like, oh, these guys are the these guys are a hit. And then we have a Wayne's World situation, right? Where all of a sudden we're in a nice fancy it studio, sucks and it cuts. <laughs> we have a nice fancy studio, but they own our show. <laughs> Which is fine if you want to buy Dave show, (laughs) show, party time, excellent. I'm telling you, it's it's uh... (laughs) selling out. Love it. Yeah, for sure. Listen, we need to have a talk about Vanderhoff. The fact is, he's the sponsor, and you signed a contract guaranteeing him certain concessions. One of them being a spot on the show. Well, that's where I see things just a little differently. Contractor, no, I will not bow to any sponsor. (laughs) Yeah, that's us. Yeah. 
Sorry you feel that way, but basically it's the nature of the beast. Maybe I'm wrong on this one, but for me, the beast doesn't include selling out. And what's great is that in the audio version, nobody would know he's eating Doritos. But everybody's Garth? seen the movie. Oh, yeah. You know what everybody's I'm talking about, right? <laughs> he's wearing a full head Reebok. To <laughs> Reebok had to toe. It's like people only do things because they get paid. I like the and sweatband really sad. and the hat. <laughs> yes. I can't talk about it anymore. It's giving me a headache. <laughs> Here, take two of these. <laughs> Ah, new print. Little. Yellow. Yellow. Different. different. Oh, gosh. That's, that Look, would be us. You can oh, stay absolutely. here in the big leagues and play by the rules, or you can go back to the farm club in Aurora. It's your choice. Yes. And it's the choice of a new generation. Holding up a Pepsi and <laughs> taking a sip. Oh, I love man. It. I love it. Yeah, we got to figure that out. That would so be us in a heartbeat. Oh, as absolutely. soon as anybody with a with with like a five dollar bill, you want you want to give you want to give me that five dollar bill? <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever, whatever. I I would I would sell out in a heartbeat. Sorry, oh, absolutely. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry to all of our hardcore fans that love us because we're we're <laughs> indie. We're indie. <laughs> uh, in a heartbeat. Well, and, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> That's episode 55. Thank you so much for listening. 55. Thank you to uh, Adam MacArthur, uh, at underscore Adam M on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter, at Bill and Dave Show. Same thing for Instagram, at Bill and Dave Show. Facebook.com slash The Bill and Dave Show. That's all I got, man. You want to give us a stank it up for the, uh, for the ending? Goodbye. I, I got nothing. I have nothing. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the back and we just started getting busy when she whispered what was that?
she started screaming. 